Supreme game taking over, that's a promise, not a threat. Uppercut season, no time, you stop breathing. One fight though that should not have any of that shit going on in this fight is the only is the other lone fight lone fight card for this weekend. And like I said, and this one is it could be curiosity, it could be you know I don't know what you want to call this one other than you know it's like one person is definitely needs to step up their shit and the other one is just mostly like he's kind of being used as like the, the jobber to the stars type of deal. Of course, I'm talking about Jaime Munguia. And John Ryder. Now, this is one of the fights where, of course, Mangia, we've asked him to fight someone else. Like, Mangia, you're supposed to fight, like, you know, fight. Oh, who, who's it that he tried to try get him to fight, but kind of felt, I mean, there was the Charlo incident, the Charlo fight, and. Um, Andre. Yeah, Andre, yes, you know, and all that stuff. So it's just like. He's had name fight. after name available for him to fight. Yeah, yeah like, it was from Triple G's, like, it seemed, and kind of Penelope. Yeah. All those names around there. Yeah, Canelo even. It's just like, yeah, and it just seems like, it's just weird that the guy that's, he's 40 fights into his career and he's had, you know, and he's been a champion and everything like that. He has, he has dominant wins, but for some reason, he they moving him like a prospect still. And on top of that, and before too, is like, he, there was a period, obviously, where he was, Munguia was getting refined when he was getting trained by Eric Morales. You know, Eric El Terrible, you know, he's a, he's a legend, you know, and you can tell, you, you can see the influence in his game because he, because he got, offensively, he got even, he got, he tightened up his offensive, everything was like where it needed to be. Yeah, he looked way sharper. Yeah. The jab but, was jabbing, the right hand was handing. Yeah. But when he decided to get away from him and go to Freddie Roach, you saw, and you, you basically, you saw a, a, a whole decline because, when we previewed this fight with Sergey Derianchenko, like pretty much we were just like, eh. like you know, because Derianchenko obviously has been put through the ringer, so we think, okay, this is should be, this should be an easy fight for him and stuff like that, and end up being a fight of the year uh, candidate, like a top three fight, like you know, yeah, and, it, and then you see Munguia taking all types of ridiculous, like I, 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 say, I don't think I've ever seen Munguia take as many flush shots as like the hooks, the uppercuts, like. Loma, uh, not Loma, it was a variety of flush shots. Yeah, variety. Like, Derry Tickle was lighting dude up. Like, he had him in trouble, like, on, on several rounds. It was just like, geez. That's never a good thing. It, it's one thing if somebody, if you're susceptible to, like, a certain punch that somebody throws or a certain two punches or a combination. Mm-hmm. But a nigga shouldn't be able to just land anything he wants on you throughout a whole fight. Yeah, and and honestly, I didn't even see. And this is at one sixty. During Chico is, is at you know spent you know a lot of his career at one sixty. You know, and he got put through the ringer. So the fact that you have a compromised Durian Chico and he's letting you up at at your division that you've put you you've acclimated yourself in is a problem. And and and, you, and you're in your prime and you're a bigger dude naturally, like. Yeah. Exactly. I know people could be like, well, he fought at 154. I'm like, yeah, 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 of course. But, you know, there was this other Mexican guy who got himself down to 154 and convinced everybody he was a little nigga, too. And, yeah, he's going to fight Charlo, I think, soon. 
Yeah, and the worst thing too was in like Magia nearly also gave himself an L because he wanted that fight to be a ten rounder, but Derevianchenko refused. Now, if that fight was a ten rounder, he would have lost. He would have lost the fight by a split decision. You know, and you know, and he rightfully so. He like he he deserved to lose, but then the twelve round fight, which he didn't want, saved him from the loss because he managed to score a knockdown in the final round for Derevianchenko, who was kind of holding on. And he won the fight on two cards by one, I think, or something like that. So it's like, geez, but then it's just like, you go from the fights with you know, Eric Morales to this fight, Freddie Roach, it's like, geez, like, like what, what's next for him? Because like like, if you're getting lit up by Derrick Chicken, like, who else can you get lit, lit up by? Yeah, imagine the, um, damn, yeah, when I was about to say, I'm imagine the Adonis, uh hitting on the them shots, then I was like, damn, hold on, that's what I'm <laughs> It just feels like, you know, I gave him a little bit of, you know, bail, shot him some bail pause just because, like, you know, he looked, he was young, but now he's like 27 and, you know, 160 wasn't, you know, he didn't do anything at 160 really, you know, he, even though he could have, you know, fought like an Andre or something, and 168, I don't know, like, I would say, I don't know, his career splitting on Divine, he's, a, he's an attraction, I guess, but I don't know. Yeah. Is he really an attraction I mean, outside like, you know, of Mexico? The cr- I'm just saying, like, you know, like a fan base. I mean, it's, you know, it seems like you know he's still main eventing. You know what I mean? Um, you know, um, but I feel like if the fight's competitive, then there's an issue. With it. I mean, if this fight's actually truly a competitive fight, like the Derevchenko fight, then you know, Monkey maybe have hit his uh, ceiling. Yeah, because John Ryder is not. Uh, I mean, he's not known as a, an offensive machine like that. One sixty, like he's tough. Yes, he's won the distance with Calvin Smith and Canelo and shit like that, though. But you know, this is a guy. I mean, nothing about this fight should say that. Hey, Magia should get lit up by by John Ryder. <laughs> like, keep in mind, John Ryder's biggest victory lately was over Danny Jacobs, and that was a fight that was close. You yeah, know? that was more of a like, like we screwed you over so many times. Here, we'll give you the benefit of the doubt this time. Mm-hmm. And they and they chose a time when. He didn't look his best. I mean, I picked him to win because more so that I knew they was going to look at him in that aspect. And then Jacobs has been already looking bad. And it's like, if we're going to throw a bone to one of these guys, Ryder has more upside than Jacobs. It just is sad because that was the best we've seen Jacobs look in years. Right. So it's just the boxing guys were just like I don't know they it, it was a tough day up there. <laughs> like niggas had niggas left that fight with a headache. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it was just yeah. So it's like you see Ryder and then because you know Ryder's last fight with Canelo. Like, I mean, although he gave it a spirited try, like Canelo pretty much beat his ass handily. Like the dude was bleeding all over the place and. In fact, it was kind of. He was putting hands on Canelo in them late rounds. Like, I mean, he made the like, distance. I mean, that, I mean, I think you know, he made the distance, and to some, that might have been a, a W. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Canelo was supposed to knock him the fuck out. That's why yeah. everybody was like, "Damn, Canelo, what's going on?" Right. Because <laughs> he did drop him. See, when Canelo dropped him, he hurt him. Yeah. And dude was already busted up. Like he kind of did some Bivol shit where he couldn't just step on the gas and get him out of there. Right. So now we have the situation. So P, what do you think of uh, Jaime Magia and John Ryder? 
this is gonna be a. Uh, I, I see this being similar to the damn Derevianchenko um, fight, where Munguia is gonna struggle like he always does. He's gonna have his struggle moments. Um, and then he's gonna have his moments where he comes on strong. Pause. Um, and then I think he's gonna take over later in the fight, and maybe even knock down Ryder. I don't think he stops him, but I think he knocks him down, and I think he wins a, a ekes out a close decision. You have a score? Like one, uh, I'm gonna say one, uh, one fifteen, one twelve. Sounds like a safe bet. <laughs> hey, pilot, what about you? I've been going back and forth. Like, I definitely think Monkey is going to win. Um, and I think, I, I'm going to say round nine KO, um, but it'll be competitive. Um, I think he'll, I think he'll, he'll prove a point. I mean, I don't know if beating Ryder really proves a point because I, I don't really think that highly of Ryder. He's in the top 10 at 168, but 168 is pretty deep. Mm-hmm. Um, but he'll compete and hang, but I feel like uh, he'll get the stoppage um, round nine. LB, what about you? Man, Monkey is probably going to beat this shit out of the dude in six rounds, yo. And honestly, I agree with that, too. Like, I mean, I'm just trying to because, like, uh, like Monkey, for all his defensive flaws and stuff like that, uh, Monkey knows how to put together combinations, like wicked combinations. And it's not like Ryder's a defensive whiz or anything like that. <laughs> so it's like... I I I, I, mean, I could honestly say, and Ryder is not like a big super middle himself either. He's not. So yeah, he don't have a defense that Derby and Chaco has because Derby and Chaco is compact, and Derby and Chaco is a higher quality fighter than Ryder. Right. Yeah. The only difference is though that no one cared to protect Derby and Chaco's record, where Ryder at least. His record is not. I mean, you can look at his record and, and thinking like, okay, you know, he's lost to you know some decent guys or whatever. Yeah. Where people will probably look at Derek Chicken's record and it's like, God damn, like he probably stinks. When it's the truth that he just got put through the ringer. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, but yeah, I definitely say because I, I was like, I have a hard time. Like, I mean, I'm not saying that Ryder is not capable. I mean, he made a bigger fighter than Callum Smith. Like, he made him. Cal Smith fight fucking small as fuck and you know I'll work him and all that stuff like that so it's not like yeah. he doesn't have the experience of beating a bigger guy you know but it's just like with Mangia, Mangia is at, at his best he's like non-stop offense like and he and he punches hard as shit you know and it's just been part of me is thinking that I, I find it hard to believe that he won't get busted up even if he's even if he's competitive he won't get busted up by by um by Mangia's punishment so yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking he might stop him by like seven. And Ryder's not a guy that gets stopped easily. He's only think he's only stopped like once, you know. So he's he's, he's uh, by, yeah I by just, Nick Blackwell. Yeah, Nick oh, Blackwell's well, the only person to stop. Right, and even and even the odds reflect that too because I just had to bring it up on Fanduel. So for for Mangia, points of decision is plus one ten. For Mangia KO, it's plus two thirty five. For a draw, it's plus twelve eighty. John Ryder to win a decision is five fifty, and KO it would be six forty. It's twelve rounds, right? My fault. It's it's, it's of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is twelve rounds. Yeah, unless unless Munguia pulls an okie doke at the weigh-in or some shit like that, it's like, hey, I don't want to do ten rounds again or whatever. Um, real quick, the fight of, the fight I'm looking forward to on that undercard is Darius Falgum versus Alantes Fox. Uh, that's kind of intriguing. That's a kind of decent step up for Falgum, who's a, you know, the one six. Didn't we just see Fox? 
Didn't we just see Fox get knocked out? That body. He, he did get bodied bad, but I mean, he's still a quality fighter. Um, it's, I mean, this guy Falcon hasn't really fought anybody worth it, you know, respectfully. Shit, so. well, who, who the hell did, who did, who the hell did he get knocked out again by? Muffin Top Boy? No, that, uh, uh, I think, yeah. no, no, the guy that and Billy should fight next, the, the kind of Bazinian, something Bazinian. The, the oh, Eric Bazinian. He actually yeah, yeah. That guy fights Thursday. They should make him versus Billy, but yeah, he got knocked out pretty bad by, by him. But it's still, it's still. A, no, I'm, I'm saying, who, who is the guy who? No, I was saying, who beat up Fox the last time? Didn't did yeah, fucking well, Beck well, beat him well, up? Well, Morel beat him up bad, and also, but I'm saying recently it was it was a guy Bazinian, the, the Canada um, top ring. He knocked him yeah. out with a hard shot. I think what we were Look, potting actually. So yeah, so yeah, yeah, I know Fox is. I guess Fox now, Alexis Fox knows where he is now. I mean, you know, he's like, okay, I'm I'm an opponent now, or I'm a, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a fodder for prospects or whatever. Get that payday. But I mean, again, he's he's a. This guy's the guy Fogum. We've seen him a couple of times. He's nice, but you know, you never know. You see prospects lose all the time, so it's a little intriguing. And then also to uh, Sebastian Fondora's little sister Gabrielle Fondora's the co-main. You know, she defends her belt against Christina Cruz. So that's you know, at least I mean, you know, at least you know, Gabrielle Fondora can actually body some fighters. She got a knockout. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, she, I, I'm looking forward to that one. She got a knockout last time. Yeah. No. But yeah. But yeah. So I mean, like I said, I mean. It's like it's life for the weekend, but like with, with with Golden Boy, like I said, they they have a touch. Like even with you know, what they offer, like chances are you'll get in a, you'll get a, in, a, in a really entertaining card of some sort. Like whether it's from like, you know from the main event, co-main or whatever. Like they know how to put together a card. So it's like, but even but even with Mangia though, like Oscar has to have some sort of plan. Like the motherfucker's like 42, 43 and no, like what like. Seriously, like you have to put him in some significant fights, and it's not. And you can't even use the excuse to say you can't make a fight because that McGee doesn't want them. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I don't even think it's Oscar's fault anymore. Shit, I mean, he's giving Shane Mosley an answer or something. I don't know, like shit. Some, I mean, I mean, I mean, it, I mean it's nah, not, much, it's not much of an ass, but shit, like they're both on Golden Boy. If he's not gonna, you know, fight for Mosley. Yeah, they need to put them more on the, each other's cards and build up Shane Mosley more. Shane yeah. Mosley deserve a title fight. Yeah, like I mean, you know, Shane Mosley should be fighting somebody for a middle of the title. Me the Mungia fight. Yeah, and, and, and funny thing too is like, I mean, mostly for as much. I mean, I'm you know, he has his moments, whatever. But one of the things that that Mosley does, you know, he take. I mean, Mosley has a chin. Like he he inherited his father's chin, but there are times I know I, he's, he's taken a lot of punishment. Like. And I and I think that would I mean I don't think Mosley has the power to kind of hold off on Mungia. That's why I don't really want to see it unless there's like a title on the line. Like because I want Mosley at least you know Mosley is very close to actually a title shot. So let him at least get that before. I mean Mungia is closer to a title shot, real you know, than Mosley. That's what I'm just saying. Well, he's been I mean, closer dude, to dude, no, look, look. You got to look at it in a way where if we're playing the game fair and when everybody's advantages. Mosley's closer to a title shot or more deserving. Mungia is a guy who's had like 17 fucking chances already to take one when he's had it and you know he don't want it. He don't want a big fight. Mm-hmm. Like you know he can take whatever he want like nah fuck him. Yeah like there were too many times where Oscar or him have pulled out of the fight saying like no they don't want it. Stuff like that, where it's just like, yeah, Mungia is a detriment to his own career. 
So I don't know if he just maybe he just wants the easy road or whatever the fuck. I don't know what his that motivation is. But yeah, no, it's just it's just too it, it, it basically it's just too many of these fights and whatnot. And it's eventually it's like like I said, if if a if a pretty much a past his prime during Chico can put hands on him like that, it's only a matter of time that you know someone someone who's not as you know worn down or has that have a mod can will do the same to him. You know, and, and like I said, I mean, if I, um, but I, I, I do, I know I definitely find, but if you're a betting man, you know, definitely find value in actually putting something since, you know, putting something on a Magia KO. I mean, I didn't, honestly didn't expect it to be plus 235, but like I said, Damn. Um, yeah, Ryder's not the type, Ryder's not the type to get knocked out. Ryder's only knocked out once, so it's like, shit, you, you, you might as well do it. <laughs> yeah. But then, yeah, and then I, and it's either that or you do a group round betting. And surprisingly, there's a lot of prop bets for this fight on here on FanDuel. I don't know why. Like, there's a lot. <laughs> Shit. You know, like four different alternative group round bettings with a fight go to distance. Oh, damn. I mean, if the fight, if the fight doesn't go to distance, it's a plus 148. You know, it's like they, I mean... The odds are kind of favorable, you know, if you really want to gamble on this fight for that. Like, but yeah, the Oscar needs to do a. Oscar needs to in 2024. Oscar needs to put him in a fight. He needs to put him in a fight with somebody like at 168 or something like that. Like, no more coddling Mangia for no fucking reason. Like, you gotta, you know, you got, you got, you gotta make him fight somebody. Like, you know, and like I said, John Ryder. I'm guessing, like, you know, because. If John Ryder has another that where John Ryder's putting his foot in his ass, but he doesn't get the decision, it's good. It's not gonna look. It's not gonna look too good for Mangia. Like he has to cut all this shit out. Like facts. Yeah. Like you have wins over world champions. You have all this shit. Like there's no reason for you not to be taking these big fights. And actually, he should be running middleweight. Like I don't understand why he's not. But yeah, like yeah, Mangia needs to get his shit together. And I just see the um, Henny God salute to the channel. Yeah, thank you. I saw you just, you just came in. Salute um, Henny God. What it do? Yeah. So yeah, like I said, you know, it's 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 a lighter weekend of boxing still. Like obviously, you know, things probably won't pick up until probably maybe the second week of February because you have the TFM fight and everything like that. Um, but yeah, no, I think that, I mean that looks like you know, I mean that's if you have nothing better to do or whatever, eight o'clock. You know, of course, that's when the main card starts live on the zone. You know, you get that card for the night. Um, man, other than that, I don't think there's anything else uh, to discuss for now. Then we, we went in about the other shit too, like you know. So I think we could probably end it here, unless there's someone, unless there's something else you guys want to bring up. 